Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, good, good emails coming in about uh, the uh, delicious bar beef crowds. As uh, Scott Haynes says, it's a good thing Porkopolis wasn't open because you could have had a special. Show up dressed as your entree. We'll give you 50% off here at Barbecue Pork Porkopolis. Brady Brooks, Mike. Yeah, there's, a, there's a, lot of, a lot of stuff, a lot of things. And then, the, you know, dudes who got drugged to this are now emailing me, basically saying uh, they still made Barbie a super sex symbol, which I was surprised at. But the whole deal is to make fun of and encourage making fun of nerdy dudes. Like, really? And then another guy said, Michael Sarah is the target of every joke in this thing as a guy. I'm like, wow, how about that? I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't go to the theater to see Barbie. I have to. I'd go and see Oppenheimer in the movies because I wanted the big boom. It's okay. Brady, you're never going to fix that. Toledo, you want to help him out? We'll get it. We'll get it, Dan. He's struggling. And then the weekend, evidently. Uh, now, I have a theory about this as well. Disturbed show canceled. Saturday night, Friday night. Saturday night. Saturday night. Canceled people because the, the, the people could not, uh, like his, his equipment wouldn't work. So to speak, he's in his fifties. <laughs> it happens. Say, happens wow. that, look, David had a little to, blue pill. Happens to all of us. Sometimes we think it's there. It's not. Yeah. yeah. Order it up. Get yourself a little bit of a helper. What is going on over there? They're rebuilding the studio. Yeah. All right. Boy, you couldn't be further off from where you're supposed to be screwing that thing. Boy, talk about equipment not working. <laughs> so Dave Draymond cancels the show. Like disturbed. Says sorry, everybody in Phoenix. I couldn't make the show. Our equipment wouldn't hold up in the heat. Which is absolute bull. They have fans. It's under shade. I've watched my friend Marty, who is part of uh, uh, Malvo's Trunk, Holmberg Undercover, playing Friday night at the uh, Copper Blues downtown for Alopecia Palooza, John Holmberg's 51st birthday super celebration. However, that aside, Marty just played a show for, I think it was the 4th of July, Tempe 4th of July, nine hours outside. With breaks in between, but not many, all day on the 4th of July. And I think the temperature on the 4th of July was like 115 degrees. This is Marty's equipment, not Disturbed's equipment. Held up the whole day. You know what it takes? A couple fans. He didn't didn't want to go in the sun. He's chubby. He wears a lot of clothes. His outfit is not conducive to, I don't think he would have been in the sun. 
He wouldn't have been, but I no, mean, they would have been out at nine o'clock. Look, or the something. air temperature is yeah, still one fifteen, one ten, and he's in a jumpsuit from head to toe. Just and he's built like Kevin Pollock now. He's not exactly what he used to be. So he canceled because he was too hot. At like five thirty. I know because like he five thirty six because he kept saying, "Hey, look," and I, he, I guarantee I've done this where you feel like, "Up, oh, looks like this." I've said it about shows. If I have, if I have any trouble getting in the parking lot, I'm not going. Just and take- that's just me not wanting to do it in the first place. I'm looking for any excuse to go, all right, well, it looks like we can't go on. Dave Dreamin did not want to dance around for you Saturday night. There's no possible way. Take off the Uncle Fester outfit and <laughs> just a, go up yeah, and put a pair of shorts, shorts on. Yeah. I will understand. Just go, it's too goddamn hot to put yeah. the suit on. And just sing your sing, you know, your your songs. We want to see you. If the crowd's able to stand in it, your equipment's able to stand in it. Equipment, rain or shine. Remember rain or shine on your tickets? Yeah. It, it can handle pouring rain. I was at that Pearl Jam show in 2000, 2001, whenever that was, and I've never seen a downpour like I saw. And ever I mean the stage was leaking. I thought the whole thing was going to collapse. Those dudes didn't care. Indoor outdoor. It had nothing to do with it. Dave Draymond did not want, and you know what? I'd have more respect for him going, I'm not going out in this sh-. Are you crazy? Good. Or did something else happen that or they had to that. use that yep. as the, uh, well, yeah. don't worry, I got yeah. you on this. Or Dave Draymond uh, got caught with his wiener and some yeah. guy's wife, and th- there was a fight in the back. Yeah, there could be that. But my guess is, looking at Dave, he don't want to go sw- dancing around in that black suit he wears. This is ridiculous. And he just made a poor choice, in, much like the ladies who are going to Barbie. He made a poor fashion choice. Tank top, shorts, go out there and flip-flops and go, guys, I'm going to waka kaka in, uh, all night long, but I'm going to do it dressed as like a surfer. Like, I'm Spicolian tonight because it's ridiculously hot here. Now, I understand that electronics can overheat, but if you've ever been on that stage... We were at a, a U-Fest once where there were double stages, and Rob Zombie had that second thing. And I remember it was like 140. Yeah. And Zombie standing over there and direct sunlight on the equipment. It was fine. It was fine. That stuff will hold up in the middle of the day. It will hold up. If you're the closer and the first acts are okay, you're going to be just fine. Or equipment. He didn't want to stand there with pyro because, you know, he had pyro. He just he didn't feel like it. Or Long Brady's right. Rock, yeah, thing. she she fell out at that zombie show. She about passed out. Yeah, that was a that was a big one. And we've had days where that we've never once worried about the equipment overheating because you take great measures to make sure that that stuff stays cool. Fans above, around, tons of that stuff. Now there is the uh, uh, the other side that maybe the cow Ripkin, maybe Dave Draymond. Was banging Kevin Costner's ex. I mean, there's that whole thing that happened with uh, Cal Ripken that very possibly, with all the Kevin Costner news, she made her way over. Dave Draymond stuck it in. Kevin Costner fought her. We had to turn the sprinklers on and uh, cancel the game. We bull Durhamed it? We bull Durhamed it in a big way. There's a very strong possibility. But there's the excuse they're giving, I don't believe. Unless, I mean, I would just say, hey, look, our equipment shut down completely. Don't blame the heat. Their equipment shut down completely. Yeah. It was 117 once I saw Metallica with Jerry Cantrell, Days of the New. 70% humidity. It was the hottest day I've ever had. It packed to the gills. A complete BS. Yeah. I've been to shows when it's at least 110, 115 in the daytime, and the equipment never once sputtered. Well, I read a post from Beef, the guy that does all the, you know, good work yeah. here and yeah, does yeah. all the shows out there. And he, he actually said, it's the first time I ever remember a show being canceled because of heat out here. Right. Like, now, was he never making happened. a... Uh... No, I think he's I think he's being 
Totally serious. No, but, but was he being a, a global warming enthusiast, or was he no, taking a poke no, at Dave? Take, I think he was taking a poke. Yeah. Something else may have happened. There could have been. Because it's one of the two. Nothing in between. If well, he's sick, you can say I'm said, sick. You know, make that call a week earlier. Well, you don't know it. Like, that's why That's why it's... Well, they know it's going to be over 100. Oh, no, 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 right. But I'm just saying that that's why their excuse is weak. You could have made that. To, yeah. to cancel at 530 is People either... People are already there. Dave's too lazy or somebody got caught doing something terrible. Or the band's in a huge fight. Yeah. Something immediate happened. Something right then and there happened, and, and they stormed off. And may not have been Draymond. It might have been the guitar player. Dave might have been like, "I'm. we can't go on because we don't have half our band. Crew walked out. But my guess is, and Dave's been, he's had a tough year and a half. He's got, you know, the divorce and all this stuff. Who knows? I don't know if he's lost weight or not. Last time I saw him, I'm like, oof. Like if it was Marilyn Manson, the equipment will work. We'd all said cocaine and fat. There's no possible way. And I give it to you, but just say so. I'm so fat for this. Okay. No one's going to get mad at you if you're, you know, I can't get it. I cannot dance around for an hour and a half and do a decent show in 120 degrees. I'm just too fat. I'm out of shape. And I haven't seen Draymond. He might be in shape now. Divorce tends to do that to a guy. They usually get ripped. <laughs> he might have his late 50s ripped Dave Draymond body. But I'm betting no. Revenge diet. Yeah, that revenge thing. Well, it's just, you know, the first months of not eating, realizing I've just taken half of my disturbed money. Working on your profile, your online dating. <laughs> right. You got, you're bumbling a little bit. You got to start doing some sit-ups. <laughs> These chicks... Half of them don't know who Dave Draymond is. They give him a lead singer of Disturbed. What's Disturbed? I like Harry Styles. I, oh, people of the sun, this is going to be harder than I thought. I command the audiences east, north, south, and west. Oh, like Elmer Fudd from the cart? No, goddammit. Like, no, in a tougher way. East winds blow. West winds blow. No. No, I'm Dave Draymond. Would you like to go to dinner? Five (laughs) o'clock? I don't like getting out too late. It's too warm. How can you eat soup on a day like this? <laughs> Gets his AARP discount yeah. and everything. So what do you do for a living? Why don't I just show you? Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm singing one of my hits. That's Simon and Garfunkel and you're ruining it. That's what a lot of people said. <laughs> too hot, my ass. But I still like Dave Draymond. He's a... But I just want the honest truth. And maybe Beef is going to tell us the honest truth someday, and we'll find out what happened. But right now, I'm not buying the equipment wouldn't work. You find out he wasn't going to make it back in time because the Dolly Steamboat took forever. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Arizona. (laughs) Sir, could you please just let the recording do the work? Dave's not going to make the show, man. Ooh, I, I, I love you, Arizona. Still this, wouldn't make it any better. No, it wouldn't. If, oh. if, if, if Disturbed played a free show on that stupid steamboat, I'd still try to sink it. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. I'm going to kill you and your band today. And me. I'm going down with you. We're all going down. People of the bottom of the sea. Like, shut up, Dave. Just we're going down. But I don't buy it. I'm not buying that. I never have and never will. Every time in the... You know, you used to know it. My sister got all uh, slutted up once here in town years ago. Um... Billy Idol was playing. And I mean, her and I her. I thought you were going to say Menudo or something. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that was way before. Sorry, I had to do it. Well, well, you don't know uh, that Brett has bring it back. You may not. My sister used to like to date uh, foreign nationals to piss my dad off. 
And I use that term loosely. They were illegal immigrants. (laughs) (laughs) Menudo. Good one. Anywho, so she was going to go see Bill. Quit playing with it. You broke it once. Uh, Billy Idol, or Billy, yeah, Billy Idol is that a thing. I got I to manage this. It's right like running a... <laughs> yeah. What you don't know is that Brady gives me a hand job while I'm talking. <laughs> well, can't help it. I got I to monitor. Uh, so Billy Idol was uh, uh, supposed to play. and I, I don't remember where it was. I think it was Celebrity Theater. It was way back, late 80s, early 90s. And she's just getting whored out with her friends, big hair, doing the whole thing. And uh, I think it was we were listening to KZZP because back then every station played every hit. So if it was a hit station. Like, and they said, oh, last second, bad news, bad news. Like, it's 6 o'clock. Billy Idol's canceled his uh, his shows for tonight. And t- I think it was a two-night thing. He canceled his shows. He's uh, some sort of a respiratory infection like he knew that an hour ago like this is cocaine everybody knows what the, every, in the 80s you knew when the band canceled it was cocaine we can't get him you know we can't find him or he's he's crashed from a giant run of drugs in the 80s you at least knew that the excuse was a wink and a nod oh, he's got a upper respiratory issue <laughs> really okay <laughs> Yeah, his upper respiratory circulation. I should be concerned for the artist. Yeah, that his, way, the his, oh, I can hang on to my tickets. Right. Well, we'll tell you about it later. We'll tell you when they reschedule. Of course, they're going to reschedule. And I guarantee you, Dave Draymond reschedules that. It's going to be November. That's better. Ninety, ninety-three. That's the hottest I can play in. It'll be seventy-five at night. Dave is a fair weather uh, rock and roll guy now. And I just wanted the people who went out. They're probably not quite leaving yet. The diehards might have gotten in the car to go grab a drink before, but 5.30 is a reasonable time to kibosh it, but still. John, I'm not saying, but uh, I went to the Warp Tour eight years ago, saw Emir, don't know that band, yeah. and the lead singer was in full emo jackets and pants, screaming in 115 degree heat in the sun. Mushroom head. I yeah. call BS on the heat. As I've never cause. smelled anything worse oh, than mushroom head so in my bad. life. And they wore their full outfits. I watched Slipknot in July once. Full gear. Uh, mushroom head wore all that crap and then was doing a, had the nerve to do a meet and greet after their set. Oh, oh God. Sponsored by us. Oh. Did you have to lead them down there? No, not to that one. Oh. Thank God. I, I'd rather have a day of smelling salts than I ever stand next to them again. They just poison they my brain. They should have them on NFL sidelines. Yeah, you should just have post, post-show post mushroom head wandering around a concussion protocol tent. Yeah, it'll wake your eye. They stunk. But you know what? They just put their heart and soul out on a stage in the middle of the day in 110 degrees. Great. Somebody said that they they had everybody waiting outside of the the uh, amphitheater, and uh, and it was longer than normal. Then they finally let them in. Then, like an hour later, then Hold they up. canceled the show after who, they let everybody in. Who shows up for that at five? Everybody trying to get up close in the pit. Yeah, I guess. Well, that's I wouldn't do way that. too early. Mm. You can work your way up into that pit. <laughs> you got pit tickets. You can do it. I don't need to be that close, to Uncle Fester. No. And I, I, I really like Disturbed. I think Me they're too. and they're fun live too. Like, but that's just give me the truth. I have the decency to make it more rock and roll. Oh, loads of cocaine last night. We're not even up for it. We can't do a good show. Whatever it is, but it wasn't your. It wasn't the electronics, and it just wasn't. It wasn't at all. I've got stuff outside that run my pool. And never once is like, oh, it's too hot for my pool speakers to work. It's all fine. Lithium batteries in the heat, man. Right. All birds morning sickness. Disgusting.
disgusting. They smell, they're sticky, they say things that are horrible. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And everything at that place is under a giant. Now, like, it's, it's 20 degrees cooler backstage and on stage, and even the front 25, 30 rows are covered. Like, like there's, there's, a there's no yeah. sun. It, 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 the equipment did not break. Unless by equipment you mean uh, Dave Draymond. Yeah, that's brutal. This guy Jeremy said, I was out there the whole time for an hour before. They let us in. We could buy merch. We could buy food. We could buy beer. Then they called it. I don't know how that works, but that's your, in a way that's your fault for showing up four hours early. I don't know who the opener was. Uh, breaking Benjamin. Oh, shoot. And then there was another opener before yeah. that. but Ginger with J's. Yeah. Were the tour buses even back there? They just skipped Did he even show yeah. up? Just about 5.30, just pull the plug. It's too goddamn hot. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. Dave, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, this guy says, we left at 6 o'clock on the show. We live in South Gilbert. You can imagine our surprise when we arrived and saw people walking to their cars being told to turn around at the gate. I'm also surprised and disappointed in you. KUPD didn't mention a word until like 7.30. Who was on during that time? Is it behind me? Oh, I can't see that stupid thing. It's like in (laughs) miniature letters. It's too far away. On Saturday? Might have been Corey. Chris Chris or Corey, right? Corey or Margaret. Maybe. What was the date? Uh, The 22nd. Saturday, the 22nd. Who can read this? Yeah, are you finding the right day? Oh. Sean Knight. Oh. Uh. Had to have been getting calls. The Dark Knight. He didn't care. He doesn't care. Oh, the phone. Yeah, you're so many. You don't answer the phone. I don't know. Nobody answers the phone here. Yeah, that. I mean, that was the old, like, you know. In the olden days, program directors got a call when they're Concerts now it's just Twitter or, or X. I guess they call it X now. It's not Twitter anymore. It's uh, not today. No, it's they changed X. it. It's X. It's called X oh. now. The My bad. Gone. Oh, left out. Twitter's gone. It's all gone. Yeah, I don't care. I'll never be part of it because you know what it leads you to: taking photos of yourself in a Barbie box, screaming, "I can't get it right! I can't get it right!" And it's so unimportant. <laughs> it's stupid. Uh, I have to say that we have a listener who. Uh, used to work here, Alex Child, and he drove everybody crazy because he was just a kid. He's running, like, he's like the CEO of something. Like it. Sure. We all were wrong about Alex. Remember Alex? No. He was like an intern. He ran around. He wanted to be, he was a star. And he used to tell us stories. About, I was, and then he got a job doing a morning show. In North Dakota. In, like, the smallest town oh, North Dakota. Oh, yeah, he's doing farm off. reports and <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, they about farm yeah, reports. Yeah. And he's like, I'm doing this morning show. We're like, Alex, you're lying to yourself and to thinking that that's, he has parlayed this into becoming the vice president, now president of some sports broadcast operation, and he'll send me stuff going, check this out. And it says, you know, 
president, Alex, goes on and on about the deals he's striking. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, I missed on you in a big way. I liked you, but you f- fooled me. Like, he's in charge of this deal. And this is why he fooled me. Presidents of any company should not be firing off this idea. Although... In a much funner society, his idea is the best I've heard. Now, normally I'd just be like, this is good, I'll run with it. But I have to give him credit for it because otherwise I'll get in trouble. On the heels of that dude who fell asleep at the WNBA game and got banned from NBA games, he said, wouldn't it be a great radio promotion if KUPD bought out the first three rows of a Mercury game, right? Man, this is good. So good that I want it to happen. And then to all the people we gave the tickets to, we also gave them Vladimir Putin masks. (laughs) (laughs) And just had the whole first three or four rows in Putin masks at a Mercury game. And I'm like, back when radio used to have guts, that's exactly what we'd have done. But now... Dress them in Russian military outfits. Well, you can't go too far with it. It's too obvious at the gates what you're up to. You can stuff a Putin mask in your pants. Nobody's going to. If you're dressed as a a Russian general, they're like, what's going on? Nothing. No, you're going to get everybody in trouble. You have to be a little more subtle than that. And and it would take them a second. You know, if everybody's in a Putin mask looking around. Oh, you sons of bitches. But if we just had a KUPD. And man, would it be great. Because, you know, 30 years ago, this is exactly what radio used to do. These giant stunts, and then the news would be like, yo, sons of bitches, and we'd laugh and get all the free attention, and now it's like, shut him down, and then everybody loses their job, and because you can't make fun of Brittany Griner, because she was wrongfully detained, is what they say all the time. <laughs> oh, but the Mercury, first three rows, and they're only, it's only 80 bucks a seat, for we can afford that, just to buy it out. For buying that many, we should get a deal, too, so that, sure. that's, you know... But they'd be on. I like us. the idea, even if you did a subtle approach too. Even if Putin is randomly there in games, oh, just okay. one well, person. There's a chance like, I could pull off a tickets Putin. from this deal. Now, what I would have to do is dress you like a horse, take my shirt off, and ride you in. <laughs> <laughs> now that that's something we could do. Now I'd I would. Go to a Mercury game. Uh, then I'd have to go to a Mercury game. I know, but I'd go to see that's that. Something you'd go in. to do. Yeah, absolutely. Now, would it? The, the fear I have. Is that they then get banned from Suns games because the only thing they take away is their valuable tickets, which are not Mercury tickets, they're Suns tickets. So you lose your rights to the Suns. Holder. They're not pulling yeah. those from you. But right oh, now, they would. Yeah, I would. They would right now because there's demand. Ten years ago, yeah. I could have had a whole new row of Suns tickets. They wouldn't have cared. But they'll, they'll take your the, – the, the demand for Suns season tickets are huge. But damn it all. Now, we, a long time ago, got front row seats from the Mercury to try to like the show. And we dressed up in shirts that said, let's scissor and scissor those nets. And we brought Chewy the Rock and Roll Midget and we front row made fun of the whole thing. And then that was back when they, you know, didn't pay attention to much of anything. They could barely catch. But my God, Alex, this is how how you became the president of something. Because that is a glorious idea. And we couldn't pull it off. But I mean, it makes me the reason I got into radio or loved radio when I was younger What's because of stuff like that? Pranks, like big giant pranks that got guys a little bit in trouble, but also kind of winking and nod to everybody else going, it's funny though, right? <laughs> so it makes me want to try it. The streak in the field. But to the next degree. So good. <laughs> it's so good. Because <laughs> they'd stop the game. 
the game would the, like fans. If you keep dressing up like Vladimir Putin, the Mercury won't play. And I'm like, man, we should have brought masks for everybody. If, <laughs> if that's their threat, put on your mask. They'll stop doing this horrendous affront to basketball if we all dress up like Vladimir. Then you'd have all those angry lesbians outside screaming and yelling at you. It would be funny from the second the mask went over your face to the weeks that followed of all the people that were so mad at you for making fun of them. And actually being honest about what happened. You know, and she wasn't wrongfully detained, which is my big beef with that whole thing. It's like, yeah, let's just keep saying what we're saying about it. She still did something stupid. We're glad she's home. But, you know. Yeah. Well, well, some of us are glad she's home. Apparently Brett's, <laughs> that's still up in the air on that one. But still, let's not. You know, it's when your uncle gets out of jail for obviously robbing the liquor store. When he comes home, you're like, I'm glad you're home. You're still a dumb. <laughs> Nobody wants you to live with them. Like, you still have that moment where you're like, eh. I got that deadbeat uncle getting out of the can. He's got nowhere to stay. He wants you, you put up the you can stay for like a week. But I'm not dealing with you. You have to prove yourself back to us. And she got the free pass. Suddenly it's Russia's fault. But those Putin masks, God damn it. Funny. Yeah, this is exactly what radio used to do, stuff like this. This is I remember the one of my favorite things that happened here was uh when I think it was JJ that had the idea when they had the KUPD used to have a fire truck. Were you here for that? And Larry always tells that story. Well, we didn't own it, but we rented it. We got it. hold yes. of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And then going around the uh, Coyotes games. KDKB got an interview with Aerosmith and it pissed off the program director. So they took the fire truck to where they were interviewing them, which was like a Tower Records or something. Mm. And every time that they turned their mics on, they just fired up the sirens and honked the horn. And the interview was destroyed, which is awesome. Awesome. And we were the same company, too. Uh, yeah, and that was <laughs> yeah. the same company. Like, we were mad at our own. Like, it was, it, it, we were ruining our own. Had to answer to the same boss. And evidently, it was, well, it was before we were here, but heat. And, of course, and it was creative and fun, so, of course, it wasn't Pratt. It was the rest of the state. Like, Eddie Webb was in on yeah. it. All that. it was, it's just too good. Texture says, good. John, how about we give the downtown homeless about a three-hour break in the AC of Footprint Center? <laughs> Give them all the first two rows of tickets from that homeless camp, and I'm sure they'll take the free mask as well. Zone games. Oh, yeah. I used to work at the zone. We could go down there in old zone t-shirts. Hey, guys. I'm an advocate. Let's get you in some AC. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. They'd say, uh, this guy says, they'd see it coming from a mile away. Why the hell are all these people in our front three rows? That's true. (laughs) We would make it suspicious by filling up these first three rows. Travis makes a good point. An excellent point. But it's too good. It's too good. And I really admire that. So, uh, Alex, you get the credit for that. Now go run your sports uh, empire, former intern, whatever the hell you did here. And then, you know, whatever the F you did up there in North Dakota. So there's that. Anyway, I, I, I miss those days of it was, the world was more fun, you know. You could you could uh, take the piss out of something back in the day, and people would be like, "Ooh!" and they'd shake their fists. And then a few days later, it'd be over, and no big deal. Now, the maddest I've ever seen anybody at a radio guy for something like that was Bruce Kelly when he uh, gave away the ending to the new Star Wars back in like '98 or '99, whenever that new one came out. And he just said at the end, "This happens," and 
uh, Qui-Gon Jinn gets killed. Like uh, Darth Maul dies early. And he's telling everybody. And then he went on TV and he's like, yep, that's exactly what I'm like. I know what he's doing. Like he's getting all this free publicity and attention. And it made people so pe- – that was when we learned it about you. You ruin a movie people want to see. And I don't know if that's true anymore like it used to be. Holy smokes. People lost their minds. Bruce Kelly was also a booze hound. Too. He, was, he, was, he was cutting it close a lot. Some of them weren't uh, radio stunts. Some of them were just that dude with his pants down getting off a plane. So he, I think he burns enough bridges to where that one wasn't going to fly. But oh, what I wouldn't give to do something like that without having to, you know, face the the lesbian tribunal afterwards and get voted off the island because that's what they'll do. They'll attack the money. It's not as much fun being alive today as it was back in the day when you used to kick something in the nuts and walk away and go, <laughs> fun. Anyway, what do you guys want to do Tuesday? And Brady, your hometown of Columbus, it's uh big question marks going on at that zoo. Yeah. Oh, what's going on? Well, they always tell me that zoo people are there for the thorough scientific research. And without that, we wouldn't have any knowledge of the animals the way we know them. Uh, it's a habitat for learning, science, education, and, uh, you know, not necessarily giving them exactly their uh, regular lifestyles uh, in the wild, but to recreate it as best they can and then study them. And zoologists, who get mad at you when you say zoologists, but zoologists are uh, highly trained in the animals that they focus on and very specific in the ways that they handle their research. Well, one of the boy gorillas just gave birth. and like, whoops, didn't know it was a girl. I'm like, are you kidding me? You don't even know if it's a girl or a boy? What are we paying for at the door? Not no. How do you not know? And evidently, according to the article, gorillas have kind of small dicks. But still, you should be the ones that crank. Know. It's still you're you're still just eyeballing the genitals, and it got pregnant and gave birth, and you didn't even know. You're not doing any research. It's all a sham. It's a money machine. These zoologists, garbage. All they do is they're poop cleaners. That's what they are. They're poop cleaners and hay throwers. They don't know anything. If you can't There's tell, a, uh, yeah, I don't know from the. There's a difference between a male silverback and You'd a think female, so. You'd think so, but evidently they can't tell it. The Columbus Zoo, which, which is, like is the longest, uh, you huge. know, has had gorillas for right. years. I think it might be the, they've had the longest living in captivity. Yeah. A gorilla, long. listen to how it starts. A gorilla whose zookeepers had long thought to be a male uh, and only discovered to be female when they found her holding her new baby girl. <laughs> zookeepers at the Columbus Zoo in Ohio said in a statement, the eight-year-old Sully... A Western lowland gorilla lived at the facility with her mother and fellow troop members for four years. The zoo thought she was a dude. So they did no exam. Now, this could be indoctrination, too, that they're trying to make it so that even gorillas, you know, have changes and make different. No, it's hard to tell the uh, sex of a younger gorilla, they said, until about age eight. No, it's not. We've never had this problem. Males and females are about the same size, and they don't have prominent sex organs. So you didn't even look when the gorilla was born. Hey, just a quick note to self with this being the problem. Develop a system where you can tell what it is right away. You know, that's not good science. You know, we got to wait eight or nine years to see what this one is. No, you don't. That's just bad zooing. Morning sickness. 
disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. As gorillas age, they become sexually uh, dimorphic, meaning males and females look very different. But, you know, for the longest time, they don't. And a lot of times you can't tell. They're about 12. Like, you are bad at your jobs. Like, scientists that's saying we're not even going to try for 12 years because, I mean, visually, what what are the odds? We can't. It's just a guessing game for a decade. (laughs) Bull You blew it. (laughs) Say it like Draymond. You blew it. Now you got an extra gorilla on your hands. You're gonna you're gonna raise the, you're gonna have the nerve to raise your prices to feed the extra gorilla, and act like you guys. You know we've been studying these for years. No, you haven't. You've been dropping the ball for years. You don't have one system in place after a gorilla uh, gets birthed to like take some blood or fiddle around in the hair. When the gorilla's at its safest, I'm not gonna wait ten years and then start reaching for the genitals. I'm gonna as a, as a baby, I'm gonna pin it to the ground. Then I'm going to fiddle around. If it goes in, it's a girl. If it doesn't, it's a boy. There we go. We got it figured out. There's a picture of mom, you know, with a kid. All right. You see that? Yeah. Um, there's the uh, male. Well, now, version. Brady, according to what I just read scientifically, that doesn't happen till they're 12. So what's the point of looking? Scientific research. You zoos. You're money machines. You're worse than the people begging for money on the side of the road. Um, to have some dignity and just say, we don't know what's going on here. At least Christy from the... Jack Hanna would have had that Jack out. Hanna knows now. <laughs> he can't even make his own name out on a on a plastic card, and he'd tell you if it was a girl <laughs> or a boy. Dadgum, old timers got me, and I could tell that was a girl. How? The pregnant belly? Yeah, that'll do it. So you're telling me, scientists at the Columbus Zoo... You jack-offs can't tell if it's a girl or a boy till it's 10, but it can get pregnant? So if you have uh, gorillas at the zoo, start cup checking. Yeah, get over there. Little tap. I believe I found some nuts here. Good science, Johnson. Good science. Yes, there's nuts on it. That's a boy, right? I'd have to uh, refer to the internet. I'm not, I don't remember. Terrible. Bad zooing. All those zoo shows that are on Discovery, they, well, at least they appear to do, they do... Yearly exams. They talk about all of them. They talk about all the research and 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 delicate uh, to, just to keep zoos alive to make it seem like it's not just some sort of an animal prison to take money and. But they just proved my point for years and years. I've been saying, ah, hooey to your yeah, research. They, they get physicals every year so they can play sports. <laughs> right. Well, they're eventually now because they banned the trans. Evidently, it's interspecies sports is coming too. Ridiculous, liars. I just want a world where everybody tells the truth. That's why I admire Christy from the World Wildlife Zoo. I ask her questions. She makes up answers. <laughs> and sometimes I catch her. And she's like, I don't know. I, what am I? What am I? Scientist? I'm like, no, you're not. You're just running a business and you're doing a great job. Go see the animals. Just call it what it is. We don't know for sure. We're doing some research. We're making stories up. Remember when she tried to tell me that the sloth invented the avocado? I'm like, I got to hand it to you. That's a pretty decent line of bullshit. But Amazing I, fun fact. Pretty decent line <laughs> of I got to tell you right now that I don't think that happened because their main source of food was the avocado. And she said they'd eat the pits and that started avocado trees. And I'm like, well, by your stupid story, Christy, the f- thing was eating avocados to start avocados. So you're wrong. And she looked at me like nobody's ever questioned it. I'm like, no, because it's they don't care. They're just Cabbage. looking at the beautiful little, you know, you've got a, a distraction attached to you. They were and the early the farmers. They yeah. were spreading the seeds. Yeah. 
Which is why Christy wears the tight shirts. I'm convinced of it. <laughs> so anything she says, guys, like, yeah, it seems reasonable. And I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Slot <laughs> into the avocado tree. Sure, why the f not, man? She's gorgeous. Whatever. I just want I want the world to be that straightforward. John. What? That the slot into the avocado. Oh, it's of course yeah. it's shocking, but it's a it, look, it's what I've been saying about zoos forever. I'm fine they exist. I don't think we need as many as we do. That's for darn sure. But because we have so many, because places like Las Cruces and Flagstaff and whatever have zoos, I'm like, oh, it's a money-making business. I see. You get, like, grants and you get money. So this makes sense to me that there would be – you can't have that many zoo scientists. Every city has, like, a, a gaggle of zoologists. No, not a thing. It's a business. Call it what it is. And then I would have respected the Columbus who going, we don't know. That was amazing. That boy gorilla just had a baby. <laughs> Or lean into it and just say, hey, they're so much like us. We've been telling you that since Coco. Uh, one of them switched genders. So they're going through it, too. And then just have that whole agenda go off. Doesn't identify. It doesn't identify. You know I mean? And then evidently started to take in the puberty blockers, and we couldn't tell. And then uh, got pregnant, which is uh, one step further than uh, that's the difference. We're looking for the missing link. How did it grow uh, ovaries in a place to house? <laughs> growing Usually infants. they know when they're getting it on, too. I should type monitoring the animals. Looking. They weren't paying any attention to the gorillas. They were shoveling the sh throwing in the hay or bamboo or bananas or whatever the hell those things eat. And they didn't care. Oh, he's eating it again. Maybe they just thought they were gay gorillas or something. I don't know. <laughs> Look at those homo. I know. That one's always up on top of that other one. Brenman was probably at the zoo for that one. <laughs> yeah. Typical, typical, typical. <laughs> Bunch of f***ing gorillas banging into each other. You thought they like bananas in their mouths. Take a look at this garbage. What a bunch of gorilla f***. Deep dried by Castellanos. They don't know nothing. Go to the zoo today. I've met people who worked at the zoo. What'd you, I used to work at Bank of America. You got a job at the zoo after that? Yeah, they were hiring. And I, What do you do? I'm one of the experts in the stingray tank. I don't believe you can go from Bank of America to that in one step. It's not Candyland. You don't just jump ahead six. <laughs> Those are the volunteers you're They're talking just about. They're just <laughs> <laughs> Look at them right now, swimming. Stingrays are known for swimming. Yeah, I could have told you that. I guess I could work here. It's as much an expert as that dude I went scuba diving with in Australia that just threw the tanks on him and started swimming around and touching the animals. <laughs> He dusted off the bottom of the thing and looked at me, gives me a point. Uh, you can almost hear his accent with a point. Look at me, mate! <laughs> like, then he goes down and he starts scrambling around on the ground, dirt everywhere in this beautiful, pristine, clear reef, and <laughs> outrolls the teacher from Finding Nemo. And I'm like, what in the world? How did you know that was there? Points at me. All right, mate! You just see, every time his finger pointed at me, it was a screaming Australian. Couldn't hear a thing, except for me going, <laughs> Because I'm bubbling out giggles all the time. We get back in the boat. How great was that, Mike? We were down there and found that ray. I'm like, that was pretty awesome. Did you know we lived there? They live under the sand. You just go scurrying about. Dust them up. Yeah, that's all he did. He just screwed around until something he just showed up. He grabbed a turtle and brought it to me. That turtle didn't know what was going on. The turtle thought it was the end of its life. Probably 130 years old, just turtling around. <gasps> and next thing you know, I got this Australian holding one in front of me. Look at this, mate! <laughs> it was like two seconds. The turtle was huge. It wasn't as big as the other ones that we saw from a distance. It was the only one I saw. 
But yeah, there's a ton of them. He's the one who warned me about that giant whale that was eating tourists and spitting them out. It's a great big whale. Got no teeth. Don't have to worry about it. Just if it goes dark, relax. He'll spit you out. He hates the taste of rubber. <laughs> oh, so he's a hooker? <laughs> you had a German guy swimming around with us a couple months ago. Had the, had the tail. Came up, said, hey, I don't know what just happened out there, but this thing is just it went completely dark. And I knew he was still awake. And then the next thing you know, I was propelled forward. Hundreds of feet, it felt like. And he was swallowed by one of these whales. So just keep your eyes open. It's like, wait a minute. He didn't have his eyes open. Just it, him out. It, and they just swim around with their mouths open, eat everything, pick and choose what they're going to swallow and <laughs> spit out the rest. So like some bulimic beluga. It's like there's a bone, a bone in his meat. Right. He just spit you out. You were the fat on the steak. Who would eat a German anyway, right? You've seen those ladies. Gross. <laughs> German gutted rabbit. Tastes Last like. night was the opening of Shark Week. Yeah. And, they, know. you know, the whale thing, you know, when they have that frenzy, when a bloated carcass is out oh, there yeah. and the big great whites come out, they made a replica. I saw that. The right. guy gets in the belly of the replica whale with a glass bottom. Yeah. And then they spew chum out to see if they can get the big sharks in. They just started eating this fake. The Shark Week's lost me because once they started showing fake it's good stuff. for about 15 minutes. And then They're faking stuff now? Well, they had that movie Megalodon they were so proud of. Yeah. And then the, then they did like full shows focusing. And I was watching one during Shark Week a few years ago when I kind of went and jumped the shark. When these uh, hillbillies were running around brackish waters looking for this elusive shark. Yeah. And I'm like, this is crazy. This is dangerous. And they were in Louisiana. Or something, and they're way up high. They're 150 miles north of the Gulf. And there's sharks up in here, and based then, upon an, a, an attack that happened. No, right? it wasn't based on anything. It was a fake movie trying to scare people. It's like a horror film. And the next thing you know, they got a camera in the water, and one of the dudes goes in and gets eaten. And I'm like, I got fooled for the first 30 minutes that this was real, and now it's just a bad horror movie. And then, and then Megalodon happened, and I'm like, and then oh, they God. do the uh, comparison. What would happen? A giant squid versus a great white. No. Who would win? They're out of ideas. the The thing about Shark Week that used to be awesome was every year eight or nine people had on camera uh, a friend of theirs calf got eaten, not cow, but like their actual leg calf was chowed down on by like a uh, you know a little tiger shark or something by the shore that was feeding at five o'clock, and they're surfing in L.A. and <laughs> took a chunk of their leg out. Beautiful. That was the fun of Shark Week. And then you, t- you heard their stories of, like, recovery. And, they they show you their leg, yeah, their ate, arm. Ate the whole calf muscle right out of it. And then they did the Bethany Hamilton hour. And which and anybody who's missing a thing, but come on. Ridiculous. This guy says, uh, my sister worked at the zoo. She wanted to because she loves animals, but she doesn't know anything. They stuck her ass on the merry-go-round, and she held the job for a month. <laughs> <laughs> this is the person I share the family business with. She had to work the merry-go-round when she wanted to work with the animals. Ah, you turned this thing on and off. Those are real mermaids. You can you can operate that. It goes in circles. Just make sure it gets some WD-40 on the pole in the middle. Gorilla, they didn't know what sex it was. And they have the nerve to tell society, oh, we haven't ever been able to tell that for about 10 years. But they can get pregnant? Oh, yeah. You guys don't know anything about gorillas, do you? They're nine or ten, their balls drop. The other, uh, yeah, we think. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. I'm not going in there. Are you going in there? Yeah, I'm not going looked. in there. We never look. A baby might fall out of one, and that's when we know it's a girl. We assume the ones that don't have babies are boys. The ones that are on top are the boys, 
and the ones fighting uh, tooth and nail are the girls. It's it's the it's the second best gorilla story of all time when Anderson Cooper tried to tell us that we were running out of them. I went all the way down there to the end. Critically endangered. Wherever he was. Oh, so there's only 100,000 left total in the world. And that number is dwindling day to day due to hunting and everything else. He went to that village. And while CNN was there trying to make everybody give money to the gorilla fund, one of the natives went over to another hill he'd never been over. And hundreds of thousands of gorillas. They were everywhere. <laughs> like we never, it was a surplus. At that point, we're like, all right, we need hunters. We got too many gorillas. But we went from a shortage to more gorillas than we knew what to do with. There used to be commercials on, we're running out of gorillas. We're about done with them. We don't know where they are. And then Anderson Cooper crying on TV. Two, two, three straight days, I'm down here in the lowlands, and this is it. This is, this is Chi-Chi. She's the last one. And they're like, wait a second. Nope, over the hill. We got 240,000. We just found them. From a helicopter, we can see them, but I don't know, what, I don't know why we never looked there. It's called Gorilla Cove. <laughs> and they found a ton of them. You haven't, you haven't seen a commercial. Gorilla Valley. Uh, hair nor hide of any gorilla needs. They're like, gorillas are fine now. And Anderson Cooper just slunk home back to his desk at CNN and never mentioned it again. He was on 60 Minutes. He had a special three or four days out there. And the, and while he's there, we found him. I got to go home. <laughs> Should we tell people? <laughs> well, that was the thing. I, I'm surprised. But I think that guy got so loud about finding him, it made Anderson look stupid. So he just went home. Just while we were there, over the hill there, they found 300,000 gorillas. Like, that seems like a lot of them. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we blew it. He <laughs> left over way. 100 deep V-cut T-shirts <laughs> yep, for everyone. Right. <laughs> Maybe they just said, uh, just pretend to find a bunch of gorillas. This dude's weird. <laughs> he keeps grabbing my butt. Yeah, it was just, it's, they don't know anything. Gorillas. But they don't even know if they're girls or boys. So next time a zoologist starts telling you facts, the best phrase to tell is to go, you, and then just walk away. Look, I'm here for the cotton candy and the eyeball stuff. What's that name of that bar you like over there, the food at the Wildlife Zoo? The, uh... You like that barbecue place. What was oh, it called? Dylan's? Is that what it is? No, it's got like a funny name. Didn't one of the restaurants over there have like a funny name? You were oh, the actual zoo. Name. Yeah, it's been right. It was um, <laughs> the actual uh, zoo. What are you answering the question? Zubertos. That's there's good. Zubertos. And there's another one. What is Dylan's? Is it a place you stop by before you get to the zoo? No, that's it's on the property. Oh, Zubertos. The restaurants yeah. you can yeah. actually eat there. Exactly. And it's a it's business. They've got the Shark Tank in there. Now, I'd like to and talk I'm trying to, to get in there. That's great. I'd, and I'd like you to get in there because there's no experts there. Why not? You might learn something. <laughs> We stuffed I'll a disc it. jockey. That's how I know they don't know anything about anything. It's like uh, we got some radio personality that's willing to get in. Okay. If you truly knew about sharks, you'd be like, you shouldn't do this. We're not going to allow it. It's like not worth it. <laughs> but because it's just a free-for-all with cool animals, you're going to suit up and pop into the shark tank because there's no experts. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. None. He's going to put this bacon suit on. <laughs> it's just to see what happens. Because we as <laughs> scientists, we have no clue what's next. Those are gorillas. What is that? Is that the male? <laughs> Guess is as good as mine. I thought you were a scientist. Come on. 
Come on, it's 50-50. I hate to be rude to the gorillas, but they all look alike. <laughs> I mean, you're looking at them. You tell me. Well, that one looks smaller than the other one. Could just be short. You don't know. It's just a joke. Take my money at the door. Stop saying it's for research. Give me a profit number at the end of the year, and I'll give you a thumbs up. Be a goddamn capitalist with a cool group of animals. You just got great pets, Sue. That's it. The research is invaluable. A male gorilla just had a baby at the biggest zoo in the Midwest. All right, sometimes we make mistakes. <laughs> That's a pretty big one. <laughs> Do you want to get in the shark tank? That's how you're going to fool me into thinking this is a good idea, but you guys don't know what's going on. I could run the zoo. Because I'd at least be honest. We have no idea what's going on here. We consult Google regularly to see what they eat. Uh, we try to get that shipped in. But for the most part, we just throw burger meat at the tigers and uh, assume that's good. Questions? Do you have any uh, research? Yeah, every day I'm watching them thinking, that's weird. And I write it down. But for the most part, I have no knowledge going in. Here's an incredibly beautiful woman in a tight shirt to tell you more. It's like the big short. Here's Margot Robbie in a bubble bath. Exactly. That's a, they nailed it in the big short. It's like, we know you're not going to understand this, but here's a gorgeous woman to talk to you about. It's like, yep, that'll work. Excuse me, say? woman with the incredibly tight shirt on. Did you say that the sloth invented the avocado? Next question, please. I just, I thought I slid that one through. You guys don't have a clue what's going on in there, do you? Not really. Brady shoving pumpkins into the mouth of a hippopotamus tells you all you need to know. I don't know how many pumpkin patches there are over there in the hippo land. <laughs> but you chucking one in its mouth was the coolest thing I've seen in a long time, and that's all that matters. So, f*** off, dude. <laughs> it eats pumpkins whole? Well, you don't know. It seems to. <laughs> Same way a dog eats a woman's underwear. We don't know why. They just do it. Some sort of a smell, but I don't think that, you know, Charlie, the great pumpkin Charlie Brown was over there with hippos nearby as their primary food source. They just threw a pumpkin at a hippo once and it ate it. It's like, those things love pumpkin. My dog eats strawberries. I find that fascinating. It's not science. Just found out that Yardley likes strawberries. And because Yardley likes strawberries. Is she the only one that likes them? Well, at pups? first. And now Jack's like, well, if she's eating them, and he does this weird mush thing and like spits mm-hmm. them out of her. I was like, God damn it, that's gross. But then she shows interest. He's like, I'll eat it. It is funny what they'll, they might go for a strawberry, but anything else, like another fruit or you take a peach or something up, no, won't have anything Some, with that. Like I had a dog who loved apples. Loved apples. My old Weimaraner ate grapefruit off the tree. Craziest thing I've ever seen. The grapefruit. She waited for it to get ripe. Like she wouldn't take it. Like, she, like I don't know when. I don't know when she was doing it. But she'd go out and ha ha. No, not ready. Like she'd squeeze at him, and then you'd look out and she's got her hands on a grapefruit, just ripping the thing off and getting to the center. Like she ate grapefruit. You'd find grapefruit rinds all over the backyard because she was peeling and eating our grapefruit. <laughs> Try to give. I thought dogs love grapefruit. Try to give it to another dog. They look at you like, what the f- is wrong with you? <laughs> This sour mash in my mouth. Are you crazy? I try to roll grapefruit for dogs. Like, I've, I've never had another dog like them. Roll grapefruit. The other dogs chase it like it's a ball and then look at me. They smell it. Look at me like, you're an asshole. It's not a ball or food. <laughs> I love that look. Yeah. You're an oh, asshole. Jack Ham has a great you're an asshole face. 
I pick lemons off the tree. I'm like, Jack, look. And he's like, oh, ball. Because in my hands, are, I throw it and he goes and chases it. And he smells it. He looks back at me. I'm like, you know what, you f- dick. At least makes it. This was a jerk move here. I can't eat it, and I don't want to play with it because it's going to squish my mouth. I'd throw them to my Weimaraner brandy, and I'd poke holes in it, throw it way up in the air, and she couldn't wait to catch it and smash it with all her might and then juice herself. That dog's, her coat shined like you've never seen anything. That's more scientific research than what's going on at these zoos. The zoos. Not true. It's a fact. I know you don't like it, Brady, but I just proved it. The Columbus Zoo can't tell what the gorillas are and their excuses. We haven't ever known. <laughs> what? It's a big mistake. It's a massive. Their excuse is worse than the mistake, which is who knows? We've never known. You've had gorillas forever. You, you haven't come up with a system to find out what it is until it's 10? Hmm, not really. Yes, yeah, someone's getting replaced over there. Well, that person should be replaced by me. Uh, hey, look, I'm on to you, sons of bitches. I know what the f- going on here we're a money machine and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that keep them alive keep them shiny uh, make them so they don't attack too often and we got ourselves a thriving business shouldn't we tell people it's for research only when they're dead when uh, one of the people notices that one of the gorillas is dead we say oh uh, yeah we're gonna take that back and research it. no we're not we're gonna cook it and we're gonna serve it to you at that uh Whatever farm or farm to table thing they got going on. Don't Super be hypocrite. Don't change that zoo to table. <laughs> zoo to table. That's zoo to table because there's no reason to waste the meat. If you're truly an environmentalist, you find a dead gorilla, you eat it. John, I had a dog that would peel the husks off of corn. Yeah. And then gnaw. Some of them are into that. Talented. Yeah. Yeah, the zoo. Zoos are fun for what they're for. Like ladies in the 70s. You stared at them, you made noises, and you left. Nobody did any research. I'll find out how their hearts work. Goddamn <laughs> God Columbus Zoo, John. I know. Is it all a thing with everyone there? Yeah, it is. Just blind eye. Oh, the boy no gorilla questions. had a baby. Uh, any questions? Because I have none. Move on. And yeah, not one of them does any research. It's where Brady was born, for God's sakes. He's the king of research in our room. No wonder he's the way he is. The, the zoo doesn't even research a birth. And when hit with the hard question of, you guys didn't know how to tell what their gender was? They answered back, no. <laughs> they, you didn't? Uh-uh. We didn't have that kind of curiosity. Valderie, Valdera, the money was rolling in. What did they care? As long as we're having babies. <laughs> as long as we got future zoo people. Now we got another one. Born in captivity so we can learn so much more about it. Well, I'll start with the how it's happening. When a boy gorilla and a girl gorilla love each other very much. Now, we've already jumped past what you can figure out. Anyway, congratulations, Columbus Zoo and the ilk. <laughs> Your dad was pretty much, like, in charge of stuff at the zoo. He wasn't a scientist. He was just a guy who gave some cash and got free reign. That's the way he was. Wasn't a, he was on, yeah, the board of directors. But. Right. Right. And allowed to do whatever Got he wanted. To go on some trips. Drag your ass in there every couple weeks. Yeah. Walking around backstage. Intern. Feeding pumpkins to goddamn hippopotamuses. <laughs> that isn't science. That's chance. Toss it in its mouth. If it eats it, it likes it. It's a car battery. Do it. I bet you can digest it. It's called research, son. It's uh, science. Uh, now, we've got Winger coming up here at 830. 
820. 820. All right. Kip Winger's going to join us. Uh, so I've already got it loaded up. But let's see if we got anything else on the big board of musical treats that'll top it. Uh, probably not. You already got it loaded up. Well, so. we'll see. Because we could go with another Winger song, too. There's yeah, only two that were suggested, so... There were? Which yeah. one? Which uh, it was that one and the one that was on the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, uh, Battle Stations. I don't remember Whoa. that one at all. Uh, yeah. Let's see if I can pull it up. Winger had a Bill and Ted song? Uh, apparently. I didn't know that at all. Oh, is it the first I, I Bill and Ted? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Not that. I, I don't know. I mean, I'll look it up. Boy, the story of Winger. That Kip Winger. First thing I'm going to say to him is I'm sorry for being such a dick without realizing what I was doing. There it is. He's been through a lot. And didn't deserve any of what happened. Like, everything that happened to Winger happened to every one of the bands of the late 80s. It's not available. Bogus one. Journey, it is the second It one. is the second oh, one. the second one, okay. Yeah, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey was two. Uh, the, uh, the things that happened to Winger, they were just the poster child for the demise of the whole thing. Like, how Nelson isn't the featured like you guys ruined it because winger didn't ruin it yet those guys still do the uh quote-unquote metal cruises nelson still does stuff and so does winger but he kind of knows and he sings now she's only 48 which is hilarious oh does he yeah because he's like that he 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 makes the point to say he didn't write the line uh daddy says she's too young but she's old enough for me he goes the only line of that song i did not write and it's been biting me in the ass for 50 (laughs) years it's killing me here's a Oh, that's a commercial for There you go. This is Winger. Yep. Battle stage. Well, this was... I don't ever hold bands too responsible for soundtrack stuff, because usually it's their it's worst garbage, song, yeah. and then they just throw it on to fill a soundtrack. Especially something as silly as Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure, which was a throwaway to begin with. I don't even remember the movie, to be honest with you. What is Kip promoting? Are they coming there's to town? A, uh, no, there's a new 80s metal documentary. Oh, par- I watched it. That one? Yeah, that's what he's talking about? It's great. It's not terrible. It's not great, but it's exactly It's this. a soundtrack song, like you said. And what year did that come out? Because Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey was like... 93, like, That was it? too late for that sound. Uh, like, this happening after grunge was insta-death. right around so it was before grunge but barely they had already been getting kicked in the nuts pretty hard right before unforgiven sort of ruined them in the video it just it just put this the exclamation point on what people were trying to do to winger when in the video for unforgiven kip winger's face is on the dartboard and lars and james are throwing at him ended it yeah, we'll talk to him. His story is remarkable, and I didn't realize how devastating it is to do that to someone. <laughs> what had happened to him? His story is amazing. All right, we'll do that. Uh, yeah, the, the wake up. Did you who was brought to you by and all that? No, you. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Brought to you by this this winger song. Brought to you yes. by Action Ride Shop. Uh, Josh and the boys are going to take care of you. Maybe get that bike all dialed in while it's a million degrees out. So yeah. now's the time to get everything all serviced. And if you're in the market for a new bike, now's the time to check it out. Go to actionrideshop.com or just go to visit them at the store over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. Yeah. 
done. Now, do we do uh, Madeline? You already have a load. Do we play. do uh, headed for a ha ha ha? No. No. <laughs> yes. Although somebody <laughs> suggested uh, sink the pink from ACDC for all them Barbie pigs this oh, weekend. Oh, there's that. Damn it. That's pretty good. Maybe sink the pink is better for now. And then we bring up a little Madeline or uh, she's only 17. We could do the very inappropriate she's only 17 as a lead in to Kip. There you go. How about that? So we'll kill the winger now and we'll throw a little sink the pink. Because that is, sink the pink is a necessity. After what I saw this weekend, it is. Somebody got to say something. You got to remember Pink uh, is not good for everything. I don't think, I don't think most of you guys should be uh, very aware of the, what the pink is doing to you. What can pink do for you? Uh, evidently, point out all of your flaws. It's not a good look for 95% of you. There's a run on the... Um Stretch pants at uh, Athleta. Ronnie had to work there on Friday. It's like, oh. it's just, they're out. The pink? Yeah. yeah people were. And uh, hopefully the Athleta had a, didn't order as many double XLs of those pants as we'd thought. But I saw all of them go out. They were sold. <laughs> Internet buys for double XL pink leggings were pretty everywhere. You got it? Yeah. All right. Sink the Pink by ACDC for all you Barbie. Oh, man. Is it ready? Yeah, here, I'll just. All right. Yeah, get it. I got to kill Winger. Sorry about that. There we go. Don't say that. We're having him on an The Battle Station song. Don't kill Winger. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 